SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown coming to you from a pretty sunny Cape Town this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up on tonight's show, we'll be chatting some Sunfoil Series cricket. We'll also touch base with uh, Golden Arrows coach Clinton Larson, who was uh, awarded the Coach of the Month award, the first one of this Epset Premiership uh, campaign. And uh, we'll also be talking about a competition commission inquiry into South African football and the intermediaries. Interesting story. We'll chat about that a little bit later on as well. We start with uh, news of the day. In just less than a year since Eric Tinkler led Cape Town City to their first and only piece of silverware in the absolute Premier uh, the Premier Soccer League, the former Bafana Bafana strongman believes that uh, a lot has changed at his former team. Ironically, Tinkler beat Super Sports United 3-2 in last season's Telcom knockout final with the Citizens. And this weekend, he'll be sitting on the opposite side during the MTN8 final at the Moses Mabita Stadium in Durban on Saturday. Tinkler says City is not the same team he left three months ago. I think obviously it's, there has been a lot of changes in terms of the starting lineup. Quite a few new faces have obviously come into the, the squad. Some experience in Obina and uh, obviously also at the back. You know, they've brought in the boy Phillies. Uh, Sidat is playing a lot more right now. Tabo Nodada was getting a lot more game time right now. Um, yeah, so there, there, there's quite a few changes, and I think they know obviously a lot about me, especially the technical team, in terms of how I want us to play. Um, but yeah, that's the thing now, is us coming up with a game plan that we believe can, can hurt them. Meanwhile, City coach Benny McCarthy says Matatanza is not a team to take lightly, but he believes they have what it takes to win the title. Um, obviously, they, they're very disciplined, very organized, because um, that's what Eric installed in them, you know, his, his, his organization is it's very good, so it's going to be very, very difficult, because they are organized, but I think we've played teams that it's been as organized and probably as good or maybe a little bit better. So, so I think we, we're able to deal with that. And I think um, we can take a lot what we learned from the Vitz game because it's two teams that's similarly equipped in strength and depth in the sides. So I think, um, yeah, if, 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 if we uh, focus as we were when we play Vitz, then should be okay, but yeah, it's going to be a, a entertaining and an interesting final, I think. Meanwhile, the PSL have reassured fans that Saturday's final at the Moses Mabita Stadium will go ahead as planned, despite the recent floods and storms in Durban. In international football news, FIFA's former Secretary-General Jerome Falk was at the Court of Arbitration for Sport in Luzon today to appeal his 10-year ban from football. Falk was given an initial 12-year ban, reduced by two years on appeal by FIFA's Ethics Committee over a ticket scam at the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Lots of tennis action to report on, and it's both good and bad news for South African tennis fans. US Open runner-up Kevin Anderson lost to Germany's Jan Lennart Struff in straight set 7-6, 7-6 in the second round of the Shanghai Masters earlier on this afternoon. The loss will be a blow to Kevin Anderson's chances of reaching the prestigious year-end ATP finals in London, where the world's top eight players compete. At the beginning of the week, Anderson was 10th in the race to London. Meanwhile, Raven Klaassen and his doubles partner Rajiv Ram advanced to the quarterfinals. They beat Marcelo Demonlina 
and Fabio Fonini 6476. While Rafael Nadal made light work of unseeded American Jared Donaldson, Roger Federer threw to the final after beating Diego Schwartzman 76 and 64. Temperamental world number 21. Australia's Nick Kyrgios has been fined seven and a half thousand pounds, and he lost his sixteen thousand pound prize money after storming off the court halfway through his first round match in Shanghai. On the ladies' side of things, Venus Williams has been knocked out of the second round of the Hong Kong Open by 19-year-old Naomi Osaka after losing in straight sets 7-5 and 6-2. In rugby news, the African Rugby Union have confirmed that Springbok forward coach Johan van Graan has been released from his contract. Van Graan will be joining Irish side Munster as their head coach until 2020. In other international rugby news, Wallabies assistant coach Mario Ledesma has been appointed as the new head coach of the Jaguares for the next two Super Rugby seasons. Domestically, Bulls coach John Mitchell announcing an unchanged starting team to face the Steerfold Pumas at Loftus Fastfelt on Friday in the home side's last Curry Cup League fixture of the season. Mitchell only made one force change amongst the reserves from the squad that travelled to Bloemfontein last weekend. Ulrich Bayers being replaced by Travis Ismail. Bayers was concussed in the win over the Cheetahs on the weekend and is unavailable this weekend while Ismail makes timely return from injury. A number of permutations are in play in the final rounds of regulation play with five of the seven teams fighting it out for three remaining spots in the playoffs. And finally in cricket news, India announcing today that fast bowler Ashish Neera is retiring from international cricket. He'll call it quits after the T20 against New Zealand on the 1st of November. Coming up next, we'll chat some football. We'll chat to Clinton Larson. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, yesterday here on SAFM, you would have heard me tell you that uh, Itumalin Kune and Clinton Larson have bagged uh, the monthly awards. Uh, the first ones for the new ABSA Premiership season for 2017-18. Kune for uh, Player of the Month and Clinton Larson uh, as Coach of uh, the Month. And uh, we join now by uh, Amazula Coach Clinton Larson. Clinton, welcome on to SAFM. Thanks for joining us tonight. Hello, Coach. Thank you, Brad. Uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant way to, to start the season. Obviously, you guys have, have got off to a, a great start, but great to be recognised for you personally. Yeah, no, it's a great uh, uh, achievement, I think. Uh, but at the, at the same time, Brad, uh, it's a collective uh, effort from everybody at the club. I work very closely with some uh, uh, very good coaches at the club, Manvin Migazi, my assistant coach. And our development coaches as well, uh, Lindani Shezi, Papi Zotwani, and uh, Vusumuzi Vilakazi. Um, so, you know, they, they've also had some uh, positive contributions. And, uh, yes, the head coach does get the award, but uh, I want to also acknowledge the people that I work with as well. Sorry, my apologies. I was uh, I was reading and uh, it came across Amazulu, as I said, but obviously Golden Arrows, so correction from my part. But, but the club's off to a fantastic start. And when we, when you, you took over, we spoke and, and you spoke about some of the goals and what you hope to achieve. I mean, you, at the beginning of the season, if I told you halfway through October, you, you'd be sitting where you are on the log, what would you have told me? I'm sure you would have taken it. But, uh, I mean, you, you almost, I'm sure you've surpassed your expectations for the start of the season. Yeah, um, I had my concerns. Uh, firstly, um, you know, we, 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 we erred to the side of, of, of continuity. Uh, we didn't sign too many players in the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, uh, we were a little bit doubtful whether it would work. And, 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 and it has really uh, paid off for us because a lot of people underestimate the power of continuity. And uh, we've just proven that... Uh, we kept our squad together from last season, had a very good pre-season, uh, seven weeks having all the players prepare and uh, got off to a very good start. So, yeah, we, 
we're very happy with the start we've made. We also work in progress, a very young team. Um, I believe we're moving in the right direction and we can only get stronger. It must fill you with a bit of confidence. You talk about that young squad and the cohesion that's there now. Uh, going forward, if you can keep this group of players together, you, you, I'm pretty sure you think you can do good things with this club. Yeah, I think the, the future looks quite bright for the club. Uh, you know, I think we've got an average age of like 23. Uh, um, we, we're one of the few teams, well, I think maybe the only team in the Premier League uh, where Disky and first team train together every single day. We, we train and that makes the whole process a lot easier when it's time to promote players and blood new players into the first team. And uh, uh, this, this has worked for us quite well and we'll continue to do so. Um, yeah, and like I said, very young team, very exciting times for the club. Um, We'll always have a challenge in the future holding on to these young starlets, but uh, um, we've got a very strong chair lady who believes that uh, we can keep them um, even when the big teams come knocking, and, and that's good news for us. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, last season, the AFSA Premiership was very tightly contested, went right down to the wire. Uh, I've got a funny feeling this season's going to be just as close. And, and if you look at the way things are, are panning out early doors in the season, it's the teams that you wouldn't expect at the top of the log. You, your next clash next week, you, you travel to Polokwane to take on Barack AFC, and mm-hmm. it's a top-of-the-table clash. Clinton, both teams unbeaten. Uh, who would have thought that at the beginning of the season? But uh, Barack have also proved themselves. Uh, what, what are you expecting from your opposition next week? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be a tough game. I think what they've done very well this season, they've signed quite well. Um, whether it's uh, the signings they've made or the loan players that have come in, they've really got a lot more depth than they had last season. Uh, so, yes, uh, um, you know, credit must be given to, to Barack, the chairman, for, to the coach, uh, for assembling such a good squad and, 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 and getting off to such a good start. Uh, I'm sure no one would have believed if he had said... Uh, <laughs> The Rock and Arrows would have been at the top after six or seven games. So, yes, we've surprised everybody else. But now the challenge is to stay there, to, to keep getting the results. We do know that um, teams like Sundowns and Supersport, uh, you know, are going to come good at some point and, 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 and catch up with the games they've got in hand. And, uh, yeah, then, then the challenge will really start to see who has what it takes to, to stay in the right company. Clinton, let's talk of challenges. International break, MTN8 final this weekend. So a prolonged sort of gap in the season for, for a team like Golden Arrows who, who, who haven't been involved in, in, in the cup final. But for you, you talk about the long build-up and, and the, the, the great sort of pre-season you've had with the squads. You're not on holiday at the moment. You, you're working hard and it must be frustrating, particularly when you are playing good football. You want to get out there more often. This break for you? What's what's it been like, and, and what are your concerns when when action does pick up again next week? I think for us it's been uh, you know a little bit bittersweet. Uh, firstly, we we have an opportunity for our injured players to recover. Um, we've had four players out injured. Um, that is Danny Piri, Nonyani, uh, our captain Matiani, as well as Jabulani Shongwe. Um, this break has, has given us the opportunity to get at least three of them back. They started training on Monday full-time with the, with the team. Uh, that is uh, Shongwe, uh, Matiani, as well as Nonyani. So that, on the one hand, has been good for us, allowing these players the, the time to, to recover from their respective injuries. On the other hand, um, I think uh, having such a young team and, and what a hectic schedule we've been through, you know, playing Monday, uh, playing Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, doesn't really give you enough time between games to, to really train the team. It's more about recovery. And this 
this period has at least allowed us to um, to get onto the training field and work on some of the areas we feel still need improving. So we've tried to use uh, this time as, as, as beneficial as we could. Well, Clinton Larson uh, from Golden Harris, thank you so much for your time this evening. Congratulations once again on that award. And uh, best of luck when uh, things do kick off next week. Once again, we look forward to seeing how you progress. Great start to the season, and let's hope you can continue that momentum uh, as the season progresses. Thanks so much, Brad. It's a pleasure. This is South Africa's news and information leader, and a very interesting story came across my desk uh, late yesterday. And uh, when you talk competition commission, uh, you'll know some of the stories that have been making news headlines in South Africa over the last few months. There's been the data must fall. Uh, look into that. There's been the, the bread price fixing. Uh, there's been a whole bunch of things. But uh, I can tell you the competition commission have been looking into football-related matters uh, since back in 2015. We're joined now by SABC sport journalist Vlile Mbuli, who's uh, following the story fairly closely. Vlile, competition commission and football has got nothing to do with match fixing, does it? <laughs> no, this one is different, Brett. And, and I think it's not something I'm surprised uh, because there are issues uh, that I've tried to follow up on, especially around the implementation of the intermediary uh, regulations because two years ago when uh, SAFA came up with this, um, obviously implementing um, the rules coming from the mother body, uh, the global football body, that is uh, FIFA. So they were looking at um, keeping all the uh, the commissions for the intermediate and the Asian commissions, uh, that is, at 3%. But then, um, obviously, the Asian association, SAFIA in this case, um, they fought that, and um, obviously they end up agreeing that they will be charging anything between three uh, percent and and ten percent. But now, um, I also understand that uh, I think that is when the competition commission uh, they took interest um, in, in the story. And obviously, there's been um, an investigation that has been going on for the past uh, few seasons, and it's interesting that uh, this information uh, that they'll be taking the SAFIA, uh, which is representing 36 um, agents, they'll be taking them to the competition tribunal. It's coming just immediately um, after the latest main transfer window. Yeah, I mean, that, that's fascinating indeed. And I mean, the story is that the South African Football Intermediate Association, as you say, SAFIA, and 36 of its members uh, are going to be uh, taken to that competition tribunal for prosecution. Vlile, 36 of its members, I mean, how many members does this organization have? To me, you look at the list of, of names, and it's pretty much the who's who of intermediaries in, in South African football. Is there anybody who's not on that list? I think there are a lot of people who are on this list of organizations. Uh, because, as you will recall, uh, the intermediary system uh, is different from just the agents. Because mm. the intermediary system is about me registering bread as a football player um, with SAFA and also and with PSL. And as soon as um, the registration period is done, I've registered you and I get my money, that relationship um, is supposed to be over unless... Maybe there's also a contact between um, the two, uh, two of us. But in terms of being recognized that I'm the intermediary that represented bread, because the intermediary uh, system, it is transaction-based, you understand? So there are a lot of people who are not part of uh, SAFIA, and in fact, I'm receiving more information tomorrow because even some who maybe could be on this list, 
uh, but I understand that they've distanced themselves uh, from uh, Safiya. So Safiya is not the solitary body that is representing uh, agents and in, 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 in local football. There are a lot of uh, intermediaries who don't fall under uh, Safiya in, in this case. But Lina, as, what? As, we can, as we can see, um, top agencies that have been there before, because remember, there are those uh, that were also accredited under the old um, system uh, at FIFA, like ProSport, I see the Aguma here, uh, from Paul Michel, ProSport team, Mike McCarp, the Players Club team, um, Glyn Ginkin, you also have... I, there's another one, I'm not going to mention it, but I feel because also... Um, it also belongs to the same company that is also owning a PSL team. Mm. I foresee a conflict of interest. And I remember in one of the regulations of the, of the intermediary system, um, you can't be part of a company that is owning a team and still also be an intermediary. I think, for the, I don't know, maybe I tend to be corrected, but I foresee a conflict of interest there. But also, they're not, in fact, all the top agencies, uh, I see them here. Lily, what what's at stake here? Uh, I mean, if, if these guys are found guilty of, of collusion, what, what does that mean for South African football? Well, um, it simply means that uh, maybe the intermediaries um, could have been possibly um, deciding on charging uh, the same uh, amount um, of commission, um, which is 10%, but I also note, um, Brett, that uh, Safiya has uh, just released a statement uh, this afternoon where they denied all these allegations um, that were forwarded yesterday by the Competition uh, Commission. In fact, they, they go as further as saying uh, not at any stage they have met and they decided uh, on charging uh, 10% and also saying that they are prepared um, to come to the competition um, uh, the tribunal and also defend themselves uh, against uh, these allegations uh, that they say were forwarded by uh, the competition commission yesterday. So this is something that is still going forward. But um, what I can say is that obviously the competition commission cannot just come up with information like this. There must have been an investigation that was taking place. Yeah, I agree. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I think this story's got legs. We'll follow it very closely. Lille, thank you for that update here on SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Much appreciated. We look forward to, to seeing how it does uh, pan out and uh, what comes of it. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks, thanks so much, Brad. And uh, I can guarantee you that um, throughout uh, this week and maybe even next week, there will be more from this. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. We spoke uh, briefly about it last night, the Sunfoil series, and uh, where things are standing at the moment. Round four coming up. It all gets underway early next week. And uh, if you look at the table, makes for very interesting reading. No results yet in the 2017 edition of the Sunfoil series. So after three rounds, it's been draws all around. But because of the bonus point system, the Titans are sitting top of the log. And we join now by one of the members of the Titans squad, Mulusi Siboto. Mulusi, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Thanks for your time. Hi, uh, uh, thanks for welcoming me. Malusi, frustrating from a player's perspective. Uh, we spoke to Vian Mulder last night and he was just saying how tough it has been uh, in this season's uh, Super Sport Series to get results. Uh, and I'm sure you guys are feeling exactly the same way. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been really hard. I think this, this time of the season, there's, there are wickets that are 
mostly back in friendly. So that yeah, we've been fighting hard as a team. So I think we that's the reason we're at the top at the moment. Melissa, I mean, you're talking about the frustration, your, your match, uh, the last one in, in Benoni, I mean, you guys were, were in, in pretty good shape, and then, and then weather intervened. It, it must be frustrating from that point of view. You talk about the pitches, but you had the opportunity, and unfortunately, because of the, the sort of high-felt thunderstorms this time of the year, you were denied. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that we can't control. Um, we can only just try and take the positive for the next game for that. Uh, we would have loved we would have loved to to win that one. I thought we had good plans as a team, but unfortunately, the rain the rain just distracted everything. Next up, the Dolphins uh, down in Peter Maritzburg. Always a tough place to go and play. And uh, again, I mean, Maritzburg often weather does play a, a bit of a role there. What are you expecting from the from the Dolphins? Um, I, I think it's it's going to be tough again. Um, we're not, we can't really control the weather again, so we just gotta control what we can and just focus on our, on our strength, and the rest will just take care of itself. Bruce, looking at your form this season, how, how are you feeling personally? How things, how things going? I don't think, I'm feeling very good about the game. Um, obviously, um, there's always a room for improvement. I'm just trying to improve all the time, and, yeah, I just feel very good about the game. Obviously, a couple of, of additions. Uh, A.B. Davili is back uh, this week as well, having the likes of, of A.B. In the, in the locker room with vast experience uh, internationally. It, it must be good for you guys to, to, to look across and see someone like him, although he didn't get many runs this uh, past weekend. It's uh, always good to have someone like that uh, in, in the change room. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he made, he made it easier for everyone to just approach him and... And he was very supportive in the change room and on the field. So yeah, it's, it's very good and it's good, good for the youngsters as well to have a guy like him in the change room. Lucy, tell me about life at the at the Titans at the moment. Just uh, I'm squad happy, everything going well. You you guys on on track and and obviously, uh, I mean you're not there just to make up the numbers. You wanna you wanna win the title this year? Yeah, of course. I mean we we want to win all the trophies. Um, at the moment we. We struggle with a couple of injuries, but um, because we have a good squad, so we haven't really struggled to replace the guys with injuries. So, so we've got a, a very good squad, and yeah, we, like I said, we're looking to win all the trophies. And t- talk to me about the depth. Obviously, with the the, the limited over series between the Pro Tours and, and Bangladesh now, uh, sort of in the immediate future, a couple of players are are heading to, to national duty. I think the likes of Fahan Behadin. Uh, you mentioned the depth within the Titans squad. You you guys are in pretty good nick, and, and even though you are losing a couple of big players, uh, you've you've got you've got backups, and, and you've got guys who, who can fill that gap with uh, with a bomb. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been in that situation before. Um. Luckily, we have Gene Alga and Aiden Markham coming back, I think. So we've got, um, we always got big players replacing another big player. So no, not much of a big problem there. Yeah, we spoke to, to Dino last night here on, on the show as well. He's in a, in a rich vein of form runs-wise, uh, and he's really looking forward to, to coming back and playing some domestic four-day cricket. Uh, I mean, you look at what he's done at, at, at international level, it, it must fill you guys with, with tons of confidence, having someone like him back in the ranks. And you mentioned Aidan Markham as well, who's really put his hand up uh, with the pro tiers. It, uh, it bodes well for that clash if the weather holds out. 
Yeah, um, Dean, is, Dean is a very experienced opening batsman. He's been around the block for long. And Aiden Markham is in form right now, so I, I just, we just hope that they carry on with their form into to the next game. So if, if they can have the form going, that will be a good start for the team. And hopefully the rain doesn't come our way, and I don't see a reason why things don't come our way if we work hard as a team. Lucy, talk to me about the bonus points within the Sunfoil series and, and the, the, how important they are to to sort of string together good innings uh, and, and good performances in individual innings. That that it's a case of you, you're not you don't know what's going to happen long term over the four days, but if you again if you put together four good days, chances of you winning the match are pretty good. But uh, if weather, for instance, does intervene, at least you're setting yourself up to pick up some points along the way. Yeah, I mean, the, the bonus point system, the bonus point system is, is very good right now because, um, like, things like a rain come into place and so it's important for teams to utilize that and, and so if you utilize that as a team and the rain comes into way, it always works in your favor. So for all the teams there, I think it's crucial to have a bonus point on your side. Lucy, what you've seen so far out of the three rounds, who, who do you reckon, I mean, obviously you, you say the Titans want to compete for trophies, but who, who do you reckon are going to be the, the sort of teams that you really need to look out for? Who, who are the danger sides in the Sunfall series at the moment? Um, I think the Titans are the team to look out for. <laughs> um, besides that, uh, I, thought, uh, I thought the Dolphins are a lot more organised. Um, yeah, I, I'm not really sure, but um, I'll well, Lucy, I love the Dolphins for now. I thought they were really organised with the way they batted against us. I love the confidence. You take care of what you can take care of, and the rest will take care of itself. And if uh, if that's good enough to win the title, yeah. then then so be it. So I love that. Yeah, Lucy yeah, Suwata, yeah. <laughs> thank you so I'll much for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on SAFM okay, no Sports Wrap this evening. Much appreciated. And best of luck, safe travels to, to Maritzburg, and good luck for that clash. Okay, thank you very much. SAFM Sports Rap.